0: The next four podcasts are going to be a series dedicated to the emotional and mental well being of the salesperson. Um, This first one is about the media, and there are probably a number of ways to begin this, but I'm going to go straight in at the deep end and I'm going to talk about the negativity that local, national, and international news feeds through the minds of the listener and the reader. For me, the first thing in the morning, the news at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, at nine o'clock on BBC Ulster or on BBC Radio 4 or on the TV has a list pretty much of all the negative and bad things that have happened the previous 24 hours or through the night. And the drive time home, the headlines are usually some more of the same, plus some of the really bad stuff that has happened during the day. And what you have is this cycle of negativity that we completely are conditioned into A, believing that it's honest and true and, uh, and B, are, are, are consuming at a ferocious rate and all the while breeding doom and gloom in our psyche and giving us a list of stuff that's completely outside of our control but stuff that will worry us to death. And with that, I think of COVID, I think of the Ukraine Russia conflict, I think of the clusterfuck of the Tory government, I think of the ineptitude of Stormont here, uh, I think of the ineptitude in the Republic, the housing crisis, I think of the homelessness in Belfast, I think of the um, crisis in the local economy for food and energy and so on and so forth. Those things aren't really lies, but they're front and centre of every news agenda. And it's really hard to pull yourself away from that when you're reading it constantly in newspapers or online media portals. You're getting it in the evening, in the, in the news feeds on the way home. When you're getting it in news night, you're getting it in spotlight, etc., etc. The news is designed to sell Newspaper copies is designed to attract advertisers online and on broadcast platform. It's not there designed specifically to tell the truth either. And we have seen the news and the credibility of the news outlets diminish over this last 30 or 40 years, mainly through the Murdoch stable stable with the phone hacking, the coverage of the Liverpool uh, Nottingham Forest football match, the disaster at Hillsborough, um, the phone tapping and uh, Piers Morgan um, putting images on the front cover of the mirror that suggested there were weapons of mass destruction or whatever. There's so much information out there that is proof that the newspapers distort the facts to suit themselves. But for me, it's the mindset that it tarnishes with people coming into work and they're unable to cherry-pick the news information and so subconsciously they wake up in the morning and they're programmed into Radio Ulster and the BBC Five Live and so on and so forth. And it's unhealthy. It's I think it's really mentally unhealthy. Let's, let's forget about the legacy stuff for a minute and then start to think about the social media and... Facebook and the Cambridge Analytica and, um, you know, the distortion of statistics on Twitter. And you start to see that those organisations that hold themselves not as media companies but just simply as platforms so that they don't have to uh, put more tighter and more stringent controls on the editorial um, are doing so at our expense. And if you think about the time spent wasted listening to that stuff, plus the impact that it has on the positivity or negativity side of your head coming into work first thing in the morning. There's a big argument to say you shouldn't be listening to any of it. And it's easier said than done. I, it took me a long time to get off, off Facebook, and for the last two weeks I haven't been consuming any news whatsoever from the newspapers probably glancing at headlines on the newsstands and occasionally looking at some sports results through uh, some of the online portals. The only reason I found out that there was an increase in interest rates was a text message that was sent to me from the bank. Not an ideal way of finding out, but it's better than having to deal with all of the doom and gloom that surrounds it. Pick up any newspaper you want and um, check the first 10 or 15 pages and do a positivity count. Check out how many positive news stories there are. News, newspaper is a good example. Check out on the website on the BBC, check out in the Guardian. They're all the same. Their, their, their MO is to make money and stay alive through getting more readers or attracting more advertisers through having more readers. It's not about being benevolent with the information. Far from it. In fact, you could argue that the track record of the media over this last 20 years puts them alongside the finance companies, the banks and the churches in terms of... Um, distrust so um, I would recommend against it and if you're able to pull away from media what you're left with is some downtime in the morning to listen to good podcasts to listen to good audiobooks to listen to your own curated content if it's comedy shows if it's classical music if it's a different kind of music if it's just jump channels just get in in the morning and don't put it on to the regular BBC Ulster put it on to something else try and put it onto a channel where there is no um, news at all and slowly wean yourself off it and find some podcasts that you think would be suited to your interests. It doesn't have to be business. It doesn't have to be sales or marketing. I listen to a disproportionate number of ancient history and history podcasts just because I find it really therapeutic and easy on the ear. Um, some other podcasts that I would suggest you listen to would be Finding Mastery by Michael Gervais, uh, a sports psychologist who works with the Seattle Seahawks. He's really Really brilliant and very easy on the air in terms of his delivery. Bill Burr, the comedian, is is excellent for his Monday and Thursday morning podcasts. Um, just to cheer you up a little bit, albeit he can be very shouty and cursy, but that's a bit rich coming from me, I guess. And the other the other thing would be um, step into Joe Rogan, some of his guests, and then go to their podcasts. Like Lex Friedman is brilliant. Bill Maher um, is, is excellent as well. And those are only personal choices that i'm coming up with not suggestions for you but there's thousands of thousands and thousands of different sources of content that will um, instill some kind of positive mental attitude as you approach your your work the last thing you want to be doing is coming into work worrying about the problems in a country 7000 miles away and thinking it's doom and gloom here you've got to get your head around the stuff that you can control and what's going on in Ukraine is beyond your control. What's going on in the economy is is beyond your control. What's going on in Stormont is beyond anyone's control. And so you have to find a place for you to manage what's controllable and that's the important thing. So um, I hope that kind of shed some light on something that you might be doing unconsciously or subconsciously, but put a check on it, you know. Just take take a sense check from some of the outlets you're looking at and see where the positivity comes from. Check, you know, the Levinson inquiry. Just Google it and see, get, a, get the headlines on the Levinson inquiry and who was involved in tapping and phone tapping. You know, th- that's just scandalous. Phone tapping and all of the consequences that that led to, these people are still putting out content and it's not just the newspapers um, that you need to be aware of. Thanks for tuning in. The next episode is going to be a little bit on emotional intelligence and that's going to come out on Wednesday of this week. So thanks for tuning in. If you need to fire me an email, it's paul at shift-control.co.uk and maybe this is one of the podcasts that you might be listening to in, uh, in exchange for the Nolan Show or BBC Radio Ulster, Good Morning Ulster.